Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometers of range. And Toolmark, the complete tool center, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Great to have you coming here. Sports Day WA with Peter Vlahos. Uh, and the draft continues. The West Coast Eagles have got another pick at number 49. At the moment, uh, we're at number 45. Uh, Joseph Fonte has gone to GWS. Uh, the Claremont youngster, uh, who, uh, as we know, is another West Australian. So congratulations to Joseph Fonte uh, from the Claremont Football Club. He's ended up at the Giants. And before that, Liam Fawcett from Central Districts in the South Australian National Football League has gone to the Tigers. As we mentioned at the moment, the Western Bulldogs are in action, selecting pick 45. The West Coast Eagles are up in pick 49. And Paul Heath will bring us up to date in just a moment. But let's welcome our first special guest because they're getting a lot of traction. They're sitting top of the A-League women's competition. We're talking our very own Perth Glory, undefeated in five games. And it was a special event last weekend because Natasha Rigby, the captain of the Perth Glory, celebrated her 100th game. Joining us is the coach in Alexa Parkas. Alex, thanks for your time. Yeah, no, no problem. Thank you. What a magnificent match last Saturday night. It was a real cliffhanger. We'll come to that in a moment. But it was a big build-up, wasn't there, with uh, Natasha Rigby, the captain of the Perth Glory A-League women's side, celebrating her 100th game. Take us through the week that was and uh, how it was celebrated on the night. Well, it was uh, a pretty special occasion and it's a, it's a big milestone or it was a big milestone for Tash. Um, I said throughout the week that 100 appearances in, in any code in Australian sport is, is a big achievement, but then to do it with one club, you know, that's uh, it's rare. So I think that that speaks volumes of the type of character that Tash is and what this club means to her and, and how her sort of values and... Uh, character translates into the team and, and what it is we're about. So I thought it was really important to acknowledge that and I thought the club did a fantastic uh, job in, in making sure that it was understood and, and you know, marketing the the achievement that it was and I was really, really happy for Tash throughout the whole week. And then, it, yeah, culminated into a, a pretty impressive game for yeah, against Melbourne Victory. You know, I thought it was um, it was a big match and there was a wave of different emotions and moments throughout the game. But, yeah, I thought it was a very Tash Rigby performance by the team. 
When you look at the game and the expectations, no doubt every player wanted to celebrate uh, the milestone in style with a victory. Did that put added pressure on the team, do you think, and maybe even yourself? No, I don't believe so. I think um, we were really clear in being able to separate what, what the game plan was uh, and the importance of that game in isolation away from sort of any personal things, which which were sort of also byproducts of what the weekend um, was. I think that everyone wanted to put their best foot forward to give Tash the best chance to celebrate a strong performance, and we certainly all did that. Um, but I think if you look at the game more holistically, as I said, it was um, one that was fought very hard, and it was a, it was a really great game from both two strong teams. And uh, as I said, it probably couldn't reflect a, a, a Tash rugby effort more than what that fixture was. It was a classic game uh, from people that went and a good attendance here at Macedonia Park on Saturday night. It started well for the Perth Glory, 1-0 up there in the first half, courtesy of Hannah Lowry. But then the Melbourne victory came back with some vengeance, scoring back-to-back goals in the second half to lead by two goals to one. Tell us about your thinking at that stage of the match. And as we know, in the end, it ended up 2-2. But we'll come back to that dramatic finish in a moment. But when the Melbourne victory went 2-1 up midway through the second half, what was your thinking then? Look, I, um, yeah, it was a lot to take because I thought throughout the game we, we certainly put our best foot forward and I think we had a large amount of control. And even after we scored the first goal, we created 10 to 12 penalty box entries after the goal. So we did enough to, you know, hopefully to try and score a second and even a third to put the game to bed. And that's where I thought we were going. And then to concede two goals in the space of five minutes towards the back end of the half, I thought to myself, well, we, we now have another test in front of us. We've got, we got five or ten minutes here to, to walk away with something. Um, and I, I actually really enjoyed seeing the team go through that because we're able to see the character and, and you know, all those really important words, the character, resilience and fight. Um, to try and get something out of the game, uh, and which we ended up doing, I thought it would have been very unjust if we walked away with nothing considering how strong the performance was across the 90 minutes. Um, but as I said, whilst we may have dropped the, all three points, we definitely won a lot more uh, on the night, which was us being able to identify the fact that we can compete with the best team um, you know, on paper in terms of experience, that is, compete with them over a, a full match. Lowe scored the second of her goals, a brace for Lowe of Melbourne victory after 84 minutes. And then we had time added on at the end of the game. And Hannah Lowry, who opened the scoring after 24 minutes, bobbed up again in the sixth minute of added time to make it 2-2. She's a fascinating player and such a talented player, the midfielder, isn't she? One of the local products. Well, I can't coach what she can do. Um, I think that's, you know, really, really important for me to say. I, we we train the players and the team to have a certain structure, but how that structure comes to life is really up to the the capacity and the ability of the players within it. And um, once we conceded the second goal, I sort of just gave some really brief instruction. I knew we were going to get another chance or two. So I thought to myself, well, let's get Hannah a little bit closer to goal. Let's get Susan a little bit closer to goal. Um, and hopefully with all those players being close together, they can 
combined to to create you know a little moment there, which hopefully we could ice, and that's exactly what ended up happening. It was um, a great bit of combination play from young Grace Johnston, you know, in the dying moments of the game to take the ball forward. She played it to Susan, who played it to Quinley, and there was a nice little combination on the edge of the box, and yeah, Hannah was able to score with pretty much the last kick of the game. It's a lot of pressure on a young player, but yeah, I think that she's she's ready for those types of moments, and it's not the first time she's been able to sort of lift the team on her shoulders and come up with the goods. Talking to Alex Aparkas, the coach of the A-League Perth Glory women's team, I'll tell you what this tells me, and it happens whatever league that you play in when it comes to football, good teams find a way. Uh, and we've seen the Perth Glory, your team, find a way to get something out of this game. So I gather you must be proud with the development meta- mentally that this team now possesses. Yep. Couldn't, yeah, couldn't agree more. I think um, where we've come from as a group and how we've evolved over recent seasons, um, instances like the weekend would have hit us and we may not have had a counter a counterpunch. Uh, or, or the ability to sort of come back from from something like that towards the end of the game. But as I said, I was really confident that, you know, with the extra time that was still ahead of us, five, ten minutes that were left in the game, I, I could feel the group still had a certain level of steely focus about them where they backed themselves to at least get one more chance that we could convert. And uh, to be in that position is a really comforting one. Um, they The players were exceptional to... To show the resilience and, and to perform, you know, over a 90-minute period, as I said, against what I think is the most experienced team on paper, at least. Mm. I thought that that showed a lot to to ourselves that we, we, we're serious about what we're doing here. Unbeaten after five games, uh, joined top of the league with Melbourne City on 13 points. And then there's the Wellington Phoenix, who are your next opponent over there in New Zealand, who are third on nine points, uh, the long-distance derby. This is going to be, again, another real challenge for your squad. Yeah, it is, and I think it's coming at a perfect time. Um, we had the challenge of, you know, the game on the weekend and, and the on-field battle that, that it was, and now we've got a different challenge ahead of us now, which is the, the logistics and the trip um, that's ahead of us. But, you know, I, I told the players we're to be really focused on, on the business at hand um, and... We, we want to make sure that we we're able to compete and perform to the best of our ability, regardless whether that's at home or away, whether that's in Australia or New Zealand, that, that shouldn't matter. We just want to make sure we're, we're clear on is, what it is we're trying to do. And champion teams have to find ways to, to win games whether they're home or away. And we're, we're in a good place at the moment. When do you fly over, Alex? Uh, we head over on Thursday morning. Okay, so all day travelling on Thursday. Yep. Will you have a training session at the venue on training Friday before on the game Friday. on Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. And then fly all the way back home on Sunday? Correct. Yeah, it's a long way, isn't it? Anyway, mate, it congratulations. It's a, it's a fascinating start, and everybody uh, now is really getting on board with the A-League Perth Glory women's team. Uh, you've taken them a long way. You will be taking them a long way from a geographical point of view uh, this weekend. Good luck for the match against the Wellington Phoenix, and we'll keep in touch here on SENWA Sports Drive. Thanks, Pete. Good on you, Alex Aparkas, joining us. Uh, He's a very good operator, and they're going great guns at the moment, top of the A-League. We're going to get an update from Paul Heath on the other side of the break on the uh, draft. I see that one of our employees has actually been picked up in the draft, uh, a Lachlan Smith.
He's been picked up in the draft uh, by the Western Bulldogs. No, only tongue-in-cheek. That's the name of our commercial director here. Uh, just updating sport firstly for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Uh, for people that go back to the black and white days, uh, a bit of a sad news today. Carlton's Ted Hopkins, who won the VFL Premiership with the Blues in 1970, has passed away at the age of 74. The Rover turned forward was famous for sparking a sec- stunning second-half revival in that 1970 decide against Collingwood. Coming off the bench as the Blues overcame a 44-point deficit to win the flag. The uh, the def- deficit that's regarded the greatest deficit uh, in, of course, a grand final goes down in folklore now, that match. Uh, Hopkins scored three of Carlton's seven goals in a phenomenal 10-minute burst at the start of the third quarter, adding another in the fourth quarter as Carlton won by 10 points in front of a record crowd of 121,696. It's interesting, that was Hopkins' 28th game of just 29 senior VFL appearances for the Blues with his retiring before his 21st birthday. He retired. That update going back into the archives of the VFL AFL for Polaris. Plate clearance deals on now. Save $2,000 on the range of 1,000 EPS, plus get $1,000 free accessories. We'll update the draft on the other side of this. This is Sports Day WA with Peter Vlahos, thanks to the Kia EV6 GT, the World Performance Car of the Year, and Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 45 years.